Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. We were uh, scrolling through literally thousands and thousands and thousands of family photos over the Christmas holiday. So you get to see your kids, you know, here's newborn babies and toddlers and, you know, second grade, fifth grade. And you get this sweet little explosion. And then you reach a point, there's like a hard line in the sand where all of a sudden everyone becomes dour and a little sour. And you think, what the heck happened to my babies? Right. My babies were happy when they were six. And then Mm. all of a sudden when they're 11. It's brutal. Such is the preteen and teen years. However, there's some good news. There is. We've got... Dr. Daniel Huerta on the uh, line with us. He oversees Focus on the Family's initiatives that equip moms and dads, just like you, with biblical principles and counsel for raising healthy kids who are resilient and rooted in faith. Danny, happy to have you back. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. Always a pleasure, Dan. Okay, so talk to us about your family, your kids. How old? Yeah, I have a son that's 19 and then a daughter, 17. Right. Love, love being a dad. Excellent. So you've been there and you've done that, right? So you, you know of what you speak. I do with my two kids. I know that each family is unique. Each child is very unique. And so uh, what we're about to talk about needs to be distilled through uh, a parent's understanding of their relationship with their child and their the unique personalities in their kids. There's no one resource that answers every single question for parents. Mm, Excellent. Yeah, that's good because not every, and even if you find a resource that quote unquote works with one child, it doesn't mean it's going to work with all of your kids. And so this has to be, you know, parenting is a, like a frontiersman journey is that you don't really know what to expect and you kind of learn as you go. Can Can you talk to parents who are in the middle of trying to figure that out? Well, I mean, we get certifications for everything uh, this day and age, but not parenting. And you're just you're kind of thrust into it once you've decided uh, or you didn't decide. And all of a sudden you're a parent and you're trying to figure out how to adapt to and respond to, to the unique personality of your child. And many parents start to scramble and look at uh, resources that are there and they're trying things. And at some point, some of them actually give up because it's just it's not working the way they want it to work. So I just want to give a point of encouragement to parents that your first role is to be very relationally present with your child. And that means being able to listen, to validate, to figure out your own trigger points, where they're coming from, how you're showing up to the invitation to be mom and dad. And then from there, you're ready for the ride of of being transformed in that relationship as you become more and more attuned and attached to your child and what their need is and when they're needing that. And you're not going to be perfect. Uh, and that's the good news is there's a lot of resilience within that relationship. And one, there, there's some important key conversations you need to have. Otherwise, culture will do them for you. And then it gets messier down the road. Yeah, that's good. I like what you said, Danny, about being relationally present, how key that is. So talk to us. You joined us because Focus on the Family has something new called Launched into the Teen Years. And, of course, it's designed to help parents guide their, their teens, their preteens, successfully into adulthood. Tell us about this. Yeah, this is a unique resource in that you consume it with your kids. Sometimes parenting resources are just for the parent or there's some other things that are just for the child. This is for both of you, and there's some videos that are specific to you as a parent to coach you, to just give you some ideas, some thoughts, 
some things to marinate on as you prepare for that specific session that you're going to watch with your pre-team. And you can start as early as six or seven and really starting conversations around identity, friendships, the body early on are very, very important so that there isn't any confusion and you bring the truth and you become the source to your kids. And so this is a six session video series with uh, a journal for your child, your preteen. And if you have multiple kids, you'd have to get multiple journals there. And then the other one is a, is a parent guide to lead you along the way. And it begins with that identity, that core identity, and then ends with setting the vision for sexuality and how that's a gift that you get to give, that you take care of along the way, and the beauty of God's design around that. And that don't, we don't need to fear sexuality. It's not a bad word. It's actually something that can uh, go sideways according to what emotions, desires, what culture tells you. And so as a parent, you want to guide them along the way and to, to have them see that you want them to have a very healthy sexual relationship, emotional, mental relationship with their spouse someday. And this is about guarding that and having that journey together. And uh, so I'm excited. I'm excited about this resource and what it will do uh, for parents and their kids. I want to see the results here in years to come, uh, how that plays out. Um Dan, you mentioned that this is a resource that parents and kids can use together. And it just made me think of how important it is when your kids are going through those years to make sure that you um, you you keep everybody on the same team. It's easy to become oppositional, I think, with your kids um, when they start to go into adolescence. Can you talk about that way of kind of, you know, stopping that and, and keeping everybody, you know, kind of fighting on the same team? Yeah, and that's tricky. You know, you're going to have disagreements, and a lot of that's the trust that you, you build. And if you're taking time to have other conversations, and it's not just about teaching, but about listening and validating and, and, and being present with your child. And, and really, it's, I, I love to set the vision, and I did this early on with my kids, and that's you get to be a contributor not only within our home, but within relationships outside of our home and within God's kingdom. He's called you to be a contributor. When you become a consumer – Things become all about you, and that's what happened in the garden, and it continues to chase us. And, and, and we see culture very, very focused on the consumption of sexuality, the consumption of people. It's, it's all about myself. And so helping kids just bring that to light and letting them uh, catch vision that being a contributor is much more freeing, mm. and it's actually a very loving thing, and you can actually find connectedness. And that's what that's a core need that a teen has. They want to feel a sense of belonging, a sense of worth, and a sense of competence. Those are three very, very core needs. And then the last one is a sense of independence. And so if you see those four core needs, if you're a contributor, you find those in a very satisfying way. As a consumer, you're constantly thirsty. Mm. And so we want to teach our kids that when they're thinking about thirst, you can bring a, a very good object lesson what actually satisfies thirst, and I wonder in life what that looks like. And God's given us uh, all those illustrations within Scripture. And a one, one quote that I love, love, love is one about having a history that you want to remember. And uh, this comes from Jim Ron. It says, we must all suffer from one of two pains, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. The difference is discipline weighs ounces while regret weighs tons. That'd be a great conversation between a parent and a child. What does that even mean? Yeah. 
That's really good. The pain of discipline or the pain of regret. So, Danny, we were talking on the air the other day about um, when the first iPhone was released. And shockingly so, it was only in 2007. And, of course, cataclysmic of what it's done to society, the world. Can you talk about, you know, social media? What's interesting to me is, you know, the, the, the titans of social media, they won't let their kids on social media. They won't give their kids iPhones. I mean, you know, there it is right there. But it's hard because if everybody's got one, well, then how is you leaving your kid out of the mix? And, you know, socially, you know, they, they you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, it can be a very lonely place for some teens because they want to they want to feel like they're they're part of, uh, you know, the cool side, the, the, the culture. And they're, they're, they're a normal person. We're always wanting to figure out what's normal. And right now, normal is, you know, social media, you interact with it. And uh, it's really about having very open, intentional conversations and a lot of boundaries and limits. And for some parents, they've chosen no social media. In my home, we talked about the guarding of the mind and the the so what and why of of social media and technology. We had a a contract at 16. If they were going to have a – when they were going to have a phone, they needed to have a a contract, and we would check back back and forth on that and had check-ins on – guarding their mind. And we set vision for that. And with that, my, my son and my daughter both said, man, I, I noticed that social media just wastes a lot of people's time. And they had a lot of other interests and they decided no social media right now. They're getting into it more for, for business purposes, being able to be entrepreneurial with a few things. And they're, they're enjoying that aspect of it, but there's, there's always goods and bads to many things. And we get to talk through those with our kids. And right now, Technology and social media are not going to go away. So we've got to lean in and figure out uh, the foundations that we need to build in our kids. And I would say that the few that I would that, that I would start on early uh, from three, four, five years old are self-control, humility, and then empathy. Mm-hmm. They start off with those three. They begin to they become teachable, and you're creating the groundwork so that social media conversations go well when they reach the teen years. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I mean, you, you keep saying that the, the discussions or conversations. I mean, I guess that's ideal, right? Is just keeping talking. Yeah, you mentioned the contract that your you and your kids have, and then you'd check back, right? And you'd have you know you'd talk about it again. It's just a lot of keeping communication lines open. Yes, and it takes a lot of energy. A lot of times, you just don't feel like it. And and there's so many pressures just coming in to parents, right, from all sides, from from work to finances to advertising to uh, emails from school and other things, and then church and, and things if you want to serve a church. and just uh, There's a blitz of information and things where parents are just, just tired. This one, you, you just need to be very intentional and make it a part of your flow. And, uh, and, and you may have to reset at times. The idea is to, to, to pause, look in your kid's eyes, and show that it's an ongoing conversation that you've shown up with patience, you've shown up with grace and and compassion towards them because they have a lot coming at them, and that you're you're doing what it takes to regulate your own stress levels as you show up to those invitations. And the more you can model that, the more you're showing your kids just by doing life, and then from there the teachability within that relationship is fantastic. You just need to be persistent, consistent. And uh, the imperfections will be there, so don't worry about that. Uh, that's where you get to, to really train your kids on what love's about, and that's forgiving and, and grace and, 
and knowing that, that people are around them are imperfect. So you can tell your kids, hey, you're welcome. When you're imperfect, you say you're welcome. I'm just training you hmm. in what love really is about, right? <laughs> and and, uh, and having a, a, a good moment to smile and laugh with, with each other and the fact that you're trying to do this love thing together as a family and you're, you're one of the few people that would die for them and they need to understand that on a regular basis. Outstanding. Danny, I'm sure you've seen this, and you know you see this if you're part of a, a church or you're a, a Christian for any number of years. You, you see a couple, they're strong, they're intentional, they're you know they're they're showing up. Their kids are you know they're they're connected with their kids, but for whatever reason, one of the kids makes a hard turn and falls off a cliff. And you see this, and you know there's no I don't know what the the rhyme or reason is, and the parents. You know, it, it affects the marriages. Sometimes there's divorce involved. I mean, it, it's just a heartbreak for everyone. So there's nothing, of course, that, that's fail-safe as a resource, is there? No, I mean, welcome to the Old Testament, right, of, yeah. of Scripture. Right there, you just described it. <laughs> so it started in the garden. That's Genesis. Uh, I mean, we had Adam and Eve with the, the perfect parent, and they still there's rebelliousness yeah. there. We're born with that. and. Some more than others, you'll have personalities that just want to make every single person happy. They could never think of going outside the rules or things. And then others that just want to explore the fence and pound on the fence as much as they can. And they came from the same gene pool and they came from the same home. And as a parent, you need to understand that and adjust and know that it's not personal. And that's Mm -hmm. the first place to go. And then uh, being able to, to explore what emotion do I need to travel through and go backwards to figure out the perception, the beliefs, the thought bubbles, to have deeper conversations with that child instead of just their behaviors, going a little deeper to help really influence the perceptions. What are they seeing? What are they pursuing? What's going on really at the deeper level? And that just takes time, and it takes that uh, one-on-one personal time with that particular child and not going to shame. It's not because you're a bad person as a parent. It just means you got to really get your A game on as a parent, and this is where you're you're getting pulled into a place of of uh, bringing your fruit of the spirit into uh, parenting, and and uh, it's challenging. It's tough. Dr. Dan Huerta has been with us, Overseas Focus on the Families, uh, initiatives to equip moms and dads with biblical principles for raising kids, the teen years. Talk about where people can find it. Yeah, focusonparenting.com, focusonparenting.com. That's the easiest place to go, and you'll see other articles and videos and a link there where you can uh, download and learn more about launch into the 10 years. Very good. Danny, thanks so much. We really admire your work, focus on the family on these difficult times. Uh, We need it more than ever to have Christ first and foremost in our family. Thanks so much. Yes, thank you, guys. We want to see families thrive. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.